Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the Elijah Company Intensives. Three days of training, impartation, activation, prophetic exercises, Q&A. We've even built in a deliverance service just for you. Some of you prophets and prophetic people, you need deliverance and God wants to set you free. Come on over there to globalpropheticcenter.com. Apply for the Elijah Company Intensives. It's just around the corner and it's almost full. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. You've got three different opportunities, three different messages every week. You'll encounter God in his word through prophetic worship and relevant messages. 1047 AM is a practical teaching with the prophetic edge. We're in the anointing series. The, uh, you can plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. But if you're not in the region, watch our services online at ahop.online. You can become a web church member and go even deeper with us with virtual life groups, virtual prophecy rooms and healing rooms, virtual pastoral care, virtual prayer line. It is virtual, but it's powerful. Get on over there to ahop.online slash web church and get official today. Our second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're going into the deeper things of God. Our current series is The Voice of God. Check that out at schoolofthespirit.tv slash voice of God. The third service, straight up teaching. I'll be teaching Sunday on deliverance from Jezebel's witchcraft. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash Jezebel deliverance. I'm so grateful that you've joined me this morning. I want to read from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies, for spiritual warfare victory. And today's devotion is titled, I have your back. Aren't you glad? I have your back. And here's what I heard the Lord say. You've heard it said that you should not run from your enemy because the armor I've given you for the battle only protects you while you are aggressively on the offensive stance. It's true that your armor covers your front end and that you should not run from the battle line, but know that I am your rear guard. Ah, come on. Any, it, as you move forward in my grace to battle, I have your back. I have you covered. So advance now and do not fear. I am your 360 degree shield. My God. Now that is a word. God says, I am your 360 degree shield. That means he's not just got your back. He's got your side. He's got your front. He's got your top to bottom. My goodness. God is so faithful. God is really on your side. God is for you and never against you. He's fighting for you, with you, and through you. God is good. Come on. Today's scripture references are found in the devotional. Pick up your copy wherever you buy books online. Now, the prayer starter and the decree from the devotional, Father, give me supernatural courage like David. 
like David had, to run to the battle line and take on Goliath. Help me trust that you will surround me with angels, favor, and grace in the war. I decree the enemy's attempts to sneak up on me from behind are obstructed by the Spirit of God. I declare God is my rear guard and goes before me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, that you are the God who has our back. You've always got us in the palm of your hand. You're always thinking about us. (laughs) You're always praying for us. (laughs) Even when we don't know how to pray, you help us pray. When we don't know how to fight, you help us fight. When we don't know how to war, you make our fingers, you, you train our fingers to battle and our hands to war. You are that God, awesome in power. (laughs) Awesome in faithfulness. (laughs) Awesome in grace. Come on. Awesome in mercy. We adore you. We lift up your name. We exalt you over every area of our life because of who you are. We give you the glory that's due to your name. We honor you in the nations. We are so awestruck by you. We're so in love with you. We love you because you first loved us. We need you, God, in every area of our life, every day, in every way. We are completely reliant on you, dependent on you. We can't move without you. We don't want to move without you. We surrender to you. We surrender to your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for who you are, for what you've done, for what you're going to do. You are the matchless God. There is no other God like you. Come on, somebody praise him with me. We're entering into his courts with thanksgiving. We're entering in through the gateway of praise. We're entering in through a worshipful heart. He wants to touch you today. He wants to heal you today. He wants to encourage you today. We just need to touch the hem of his garment. We just need to draw so close to him that nothing is capable of distracting our hearts because we are mesmerized by his glory, by his beauty, by his goodness, by his presence. We just need to draw so close to him that everything else becomes strangely dim, that everything else that would distract us just fades into the background, that everything else that would try to move us fails, falls on its face because we are so in awe of the God before whom we stand. So we stand in awe of you this morning, God, no matter who says what, no matter who does what, no matter who doesn't do what, we're going to keep our eyes fixed on you. You are the author of our faith, the finisher of our faith, the lover of of our soul, the lifter of our head. You are our rear guard. So we worship you on the war field. Come on. We worship you on the war field. We worship you in the midst of the battle. We worship you as all hell breaks loose against us. We worship you when the false accusations come raging. We worship you when we feel like we can't take another step. We worship you when everything that can go wrong is going wrong. We worship you. We adore you. We will not stop praising you. You inhabit our praises. You draw close to us when we draw close to you. So Father, help us to remove everything that hinders love. Help us, Lord, to get everything out of the way that would distract our heart from your heart. Distract our minds from your goodness. Distract us in any way from your presence, God. Help us, Lord, to be intentional. 
Help us, Lord, to be intentional about what we put our eyes on. Help us, Lord, to make you first, to put you first because you are first. You have the preeminence. You are the firstborn son. You are the, 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 the creator of the universe, Elohim. You are Emmanuel, God with us. So help us, Lord. <laughs> if somebody could catch this with me today, it would change your whole life. Lord, so many little foxes come in to spoil our vine. You are the vine. We are the branches. Nobody can spoil you, but the vine, the, the, what we plant in our hearts is growing. The seeds that we plant, the word that we plant in our heart, it grows up. And then the enemy comes to try to snatch the word out of our heart. He comes to try to tell us a lie, to try to lead us astray, to try to take us off track. Help us, Lord, not to be distracted by these little foxes that have come in to try to spoil our vine. I just see so clearly these little foxes. Dear God, help us today. Come on, what little foxes are trying to spoil your vine? You need to see the little foxes. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. You need to see the little foxes. You need to be aware of the little foxes. They creep in stealthily. They don't want to be seen, these little foxes. They don't want you to discern them, these little foxes. They don't want you to observe them, these little foxes. They come in to spoil your vine. They come in to steal your blessing. They come in to eat away at your soul. They come in. And some of you have some little foxes in your camp right now. Father, would you help us to discern these little foxes that are spoiling our vine? Help us, Lord. We need to discern it. We need to see it. We don't want to tolerate the little foxes anymore. We don't want to put up with the little foxes anymore. We don't want to let the little foxes run willy-nilly around our soul, around our family, around our businesses, around our churches. We want to evict the little foxes, catch them and cast them out. Expose the little foxes that are spoiling our vine, God. Expose them. Help us to see them. In the name of Jesus, I see that, Lord. Some of you, little fox is like an addiction. <laughs> Some of you, the little fox is a complaining spirit that tempts you to speak out against others. Uh-oh. Some of you, that little fox is anxiety. And it creeps up at the most unopportune time for you. Some of you, that little fox is timidity. You won't go for that promotion because you're too scared. You're too timid. Some of you, that little fox is frustration and it's frustrating the grace on your life. Come on. What little fox do you need to evict today? Press into this with me. What little fox is trying to spoil your vine? You must capture it. What vain imagination do you need to capture? The, the, the little foxes often represent a vain imagination. You've got to capture. You've got to take captive the vain imagination. You've got to take captive the little fox. Some of you, the little fox is an insecurity in your soul. You don't think you're good enough. You don't think you're strong enough, qualified enough, educated enough, whatever enough. But your God is more than enough. So don't listen to the little fox. The little fox has a voice and the little fox has a bite. Father, show us these little foxes. 
that crept in. We didn't see them. We didn't discern them. Now they're in our soul. Now they're in our family. Now they're in our workplace. Now they're in our churches. These little foxes, they're spoiling our vines, God. We need to capture them and evict them. I see it so clearly. Insecurity is a big one. God has called you to do something great and you don't think you're qualified. That's a lie from the pit of hell. That's a little fox. Some of us were so concerned about the wolves that we don't pay attention to the foxes. The wolves in sheep's clothing, we're good at discerning the threats from the outside, but we don't discern the threats from the inside. We don't discern the voices in our head that are holding us back, causing us to make false accusations, to criticize, to judge people. These little foxes, we don't understand that with the measure that we judge, we will be judged. These little foxes, we don't understand that whatever we sow, we're going to reap. We don't understand when we see ourselves as less than the enemy becomes bigger than he should be in our lives. But the word says greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. But we focus so much on the enemy. Jesus, help us. Help us get these little foxes. Come on, what's your little fox? Come on, this is a good word. I don't care where you're from. What's your little fox? What's your little fox? What is that little fox that you need to evict? Help us, Jesus. Some of you, it's an addiction. I'm not talking about an addiction to drugs. Maybe it's an addiction to a person. Maybe you're codependent. Maybe you're too dependent on somebody else, and that's your little fox. You can't make a move. You won't make a decision without consulting somebody else. That's indecisiveness. That's a little fox. Come on. Maybe that little fox is a poverty mindset. You can't get past it. Everybody in your family struggled financially, and now you're struggling financially. What you don't understand is there's a generational fox in your life that needs to get cast out and broken down. What are these little foxes? Maybe little foxes is melancholy, and if you're not careful, that melancholy turns into a full-blown depression. And you can feel it coming on. You can feel the, the thought processes trying to scramble your mind. Maybe that little fox is being distracted. Maybe that little fox is named procrastination. What is the little fox? You need to ask the Lord. I can't do it. I'm asking him for you, but I can't do it all for you. I want to. I'm trying to help you. Lord, expose the little foxes that are spoiling our vines. These generational fox, foxes, they've got to go. Are you tracking with me today? Are you listening to me today? Are you hearing me today? These little foxes. Maybe anger is your little fox. Maybe your relationships continue to be ruined by your fits of rage, by your uncontrollable anger. Maybe lying is your little fox. Uh-oh. Maybe laziness is your little fox. Uh-oh. Don't lie before God. Don't lie against the truth. So, Father, today, would you help us to see and to evict every little fox that's working to spoil our mind? And, Father, I'm asking you, as we evict these little foxes, as we come to you and repent for allowing these little foxes a stronghold, a foothold, a toehold in our mind. I ask you, Lord, as you, as, you, as, you, as you help us to evict these little foxes from our vineyard, I'm asking you, Lord, to fill us with your spirit. Lord, show us how we opened the door to the fox and fill us with your spirit. Fill us, fill all the empty places. 
fill the places where the fox was taking resident in our soul. We evict every little fox now in the name of Jesus. We evict, we evict every fox now in the name of every little fox. We evict every little fox. We say, you are not welcome in our mind. You are not welcome in our home. You are not welcome in our church. You are not welcome in our business, our workplace. You are not welcome among our friends. Little foxes, get out now in Jesus' name. Go. God, fill us with your spirit, God. We are utterly dependent on you. We can't do anything apart from you. We need you. We are reliant on you, your wisdom, your grace, your strength. It's all about you. Help us, God. Fill us to overflowing where there's no more room for the little fox, where our mind is so set upon you that when the little fox comes and starts to talk to us, we recognize that that's not the voice of the shepherd. It's the voice of a fox. Help us to stop listening to the voice of the fox. You're, you said, my sheep, Jesus, you said, my sheep will know my voice. They know my voice. They know my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. So help us to stop following these strange voices and allowing these strange voices to renew our minds. The voice of the fox, the voice of the wolf, the voice of the lion who roams about seeking someone who to, to devour. The voice of the canker worm, the voice of the locust worm, all these voices Help us, Lord, to discern them and cast them down, capture them and throw them down in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, God is good. Did you catch that today? That's called spontaneous prophetic prayer. I don't know what I'm going to pray, but I know if we praise God and lift up his name long enough, he will start to speak. He will start to expose. Share this with somebody really quickly. Share it on your timeline. Ping somebody in the room. Go ahead and share it on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. Share it everywhere. Instagram. We must begin to understand that if we continue to create an atmosphere where God feels welcome, it will be easier to hear his voice. This is one of the things I'm teaching you in the Voice of God series at schoolofthespirit.tv. I want to transition into this next sec sec section. I don't come in with little foxes in my, in my script. I have no script. <laughs> in my prayer, I have no script. I just want to see God glorified, and I want to see you ministered to. I want to see you helped. I want to see you free. That's why I'm here. So share this with somebody else who needs to get free, and let's transition into this next segment. Stop wasting your breath. Stop wasting your breath. You know, I'll tell you a story. When I was little, I must have been, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years old. And we lived next door uh, to this family. And the daughter was about, I don't know, seven years old, six or seven years old. And she was, she was extremely provoking. She was extremely spoiled. She was extremely difficult to deal with. But because we were next door neighbors, if I was outside playing hopscotch, she wanted to come play hopscotch. If I was outside, you know, riding my bike, she wanted to come ride her bike. And the problem was, is that she was just so difficult to deal with and, and just you know, wouldn't, you know, just wanted to cause problems. And I remember, I'm not necessarily proud of it, but I remember, you know, being 11, 11 years old and she just wouldn't stop. I kept telling her, don't do that. You're going to fall. Don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. Don't do that. Your mother's going to get mad at you. Don't do that. You're, 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 you know, don't, it's not, don't do that. And she would always do it. And then she would always get hurt. 
She wouldn't listen to me. I'm like five years older. She's like seven. I'm like 11 or whatever. And I kept telling her, don't, don't do that. You're doing it wrong. You know, don't, don't, don't do that. It's going to, you're going to get hurt. Something's going to happen. You're doing this wrong. You're going to break this. You're going to break it. Don't do that. And, and she never listened and she would always just keep doing it. And I remember one time I got so frustrated. I got so frustrated. I'm like 11 years old. I got so fr- I said, I'm not going to waste my breath anymore. And I walked into the house and my mother said, what's wrong? I said, I'm wasting my breath. She's just, you know, and that's the thing though. It's frustrating when, when you're trying to help somebody and they won't listen. And many times when you're trying to help somebody that won't listen, it's because they just can't hear you. So you have to pray for them before you give them counsel that God will help them to hear his heart for them. But then there are some people who don't really want to hear what you say anyway. They don't want to hear what you have to say. They want you to tell them what they want to hear. And so they're not open to the Holy Spirit. They want your counsel. They want your advice. They want you to help them, but they want you to do it on their terms. And that's not good either. Then there are some people who they keep coming back for advice and they agree with everything you're saying, but they don't put it into practice. So they come back to you with the same trouble, the same problem, the same issue, but they won't do what you say and you're just wasting your breath. And all three of these scenarios, you're just wasting your breath. <laughs> Listen, God put his breath in your lungs. You don't need to waste it. You could have spent that time. You were giving advice to that friend. You could have spent that time praising God with that breath. You could have spent that time praying with that breath. You could have spent that time doing spiritual warfare, making decrees with that breath. Don't waste your breath. This is the way the Bible puts it. Let me read you a scripture because some of you are like, well, you're being mean. I don't know what's wrong with you. You're just nasty. You're being mean to no, I'm not being mean. I'm being scriptural. Jesus put it this way. Listen, if you're listening, say amen. Jesus put, put it this way. Do not give what is holy to the dogs nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under feet and turn and tear you into pieces. Have you ever given someone counsel or advice and they come back and they're mad at you? But they didn't take your advice and they're mad at you. Or they took your advice, but they didn't take it the way that you meant it, or they didn't take it and put it into practice the way that they should have. They kind of added their own little secret sauce into your advice and it didn't work out. Now they're blaming you for their problems. You were trying to help them. You, you shared your pearls of wisdom and somehow now it's your fault. (laughs) This is why we must rely on the Holy spirit for everything. We shouldn't be giving somebody advice. If the Holy spirit doesn't put words in our mouth, if he doesn't give us the unction, if he doesn't lead us and guide us to do it, we ought not do it. We should just say, I'm sorry, I'll pray for you, but I don't have any counsel for you. Why? Because either they don't listen and then they're in a worse shape. If you're giving them the word of the Lord and they're not putting the word of the Lord into practice, they're rebelling against God. It had nothing to do with you. It's, a, it's against God. They're, 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 they're rejecting the word of the Lord. So be better if you did not give the counsel or the advice unless the Holy Spirit led you to do it. Because then you've got to know they'll probably be more receptive to it. And even if they're not receptive to it, that's not on you. That's on them. So we have to stop wasting our breath. Amen. So Father, would you help us? 
Would you help us, God? Because we, we, we love people. We want to help people. Lord, we're, we're, we, you know, we, we do. We want to help people. We want to give them, we want to give them the word of the Lord. We want to prophesy to them. We want to, want to pray for them prophetically. We want to help people, but God, some people just don't want to be helped. And Lord, you knew that. You know that. Holy Spirit, you know that. You, you, Jesus, you know that. You, you want everybody to get saved, and, and, and a lot of people reject you. They don't, they don't want your advice about salvation. Come on, think about that. God has given us the gospel. Many people reject that. That's the best advice you could ever get is, to, you know, you know, believe with your mouth, uh, believe with your heart, confess with your mouth. That's the best advice ever that Paul gave. People reject it. So, Father, would you help us to stop casting our pearl before swine? Would you help us? And I'm not trying to be rude and call people pigs, but they're acting like pigs, walling around in the mud. They could get it free. They could they could escape it. They could put godly wisdom into practice and and be able to come out of that pig pie, pig uh, pig sty, pig pen. But they don't want to. So, Father, help us to stop wasting our breath because there are people out there who want to hear what you say. There are people out there who you want to send us to that will hear the word of the Lord, that will take on the wise counsel. So help us to to lead us to those people because we want to help people, God. We want to help people. We don't waste our breath on people that can't be helped. They got a reprobate mind. Their conscience seared like a hot iron or they're rebellious and stubborn, self-willed, self-righteous. Lovers of self instead of lovers of truth. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, today. Thank you, Lord, today that you lead us to the people that we're supposed to help and that you put your words in our mouth because we don't want to give them good advice. We want to give them God advice. We don't want to give them something less than a pearl. We want to give them the pearls of great price, the the wisdom from heaven. We don't want to give them our opinion. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, because we don't want to. We don't want to tap into our own carnal wisdom. We don't want to give them our opinion. We want to help them. So help us, Lord, to stop wasting our breath on people who have no intention of listening to what we say, because it only leads us to frustration, and it leads us over time to close our hearts and not want to help people because nobody ever listens to us anyway. Just wasting my breath. So thank you, Lord, today. You are the wise counselor. You are the comforter. You are the spirit of holy. And we lean on you. We depend on you. We want to do this your way. We want to help people your way, not how we think they should be helped. We want to help people your way when they're ready to be helped, when they can receive it. So help us, Lord. If nothing else, help us to pray because we can always be a help by praying for people. We love you, Lord. We thank you today that you've exposed the little foxes, and that you've given us sound wisdom on how to spend our time helping others. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Did you catch that today? If you're just coming into the broadcast, you'll have to go back and listen because there was a, a really strategic uh, heavenly strategy about little foxes. And we've got to uh, begin to see the little foxes that are spoiling our vine. And, and so I, I know there's just little foxes all over the place. When we were in London uh, a couple years ago, last time we went to London before the lockdown, uh, we were walking on our usual path back from the uh, restaurant to the hotel. And there were these foxes. There's was, was one fox in particular. There was more than one, but we saw one, at least one. And it was the strangest thing to see foxes just in the middle of London, in the city. It really kind of almost freaked me out in a way. 
I'm like, what's going on? This is prophetic. There's a little fox somewhere trying to spoil my vine. There are little foxes that try to spoil the vine. We have to discern them. Amen. And then we prayed about not wasting your breath. So praise God. I'm glad that you're here with me today. I'm so honored that you would allow me to have that voice in your life. I don't take it lightly. Amen. God is so good. I hope you're encouraged today. I hope that you receive that today. Amen. He's so good. None of us are perfect, but he's good. Amen. We've got to give each other grace. Yes. We've got to love each other. There's times when you have to walk away from people. You don't have to make an announcement. But there's times when you have to fade away because God is leading you in a different direction. But we need to be kind to each other. We need to be gracious and long-suffering. That's what love is. Amen? I know people can be dif difficult, and we deal with a lot of difficult people in the ministry. And unfortunately, many of them are just hurt and wounded, and uh, they've just been taught wrong. Or, you know, there's different issues in people's lives. We have to try to maintain kindness. It's not always easy, especially when people are abusing you, accusing you, lying about you, stealing from you, you know, coming against you, gossiping about you. I wish that all this stuff wasn't in the body of Christ, but it is. And so we need to be of a different cloth. We need to choose to walk in the way of love. No matter what someone says or does, we, we have to choose love. Amen. We have to choose, we have to choose the Lord. If, if you feel like this ministry is helping you, would you help us help more people? You can sow through jenniferleclair.org slash missions. You can sow via Cash App. God, the Lord says it's more blessed to give than to receive. Hello, Kim Stern. God bless you. You can use Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give. Text the word pray. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. 754-701-2161. You can use the P.O. Box. P.O. Box 30563. Fort Lauderdale, Florida 333. Zero, three. And Father, thank you for the seed that allows us to reach more people with this prayer broadcast, that allows us to, to, to pay our staff that creates the videos and, and then runs the cameras and does all the rest of the things that we have to do to sustain the ministry. Thank you for this seed. We ask you to bless it and multiply it back to the givers in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Guys, Awakening Prayer Hubs is, is a, a prayer movement. Join Awakening Prayer Hubs. Join a hub in your city. Find a hub in your city. You can get on the mailing list at jenniferleclair.org. There's stuff that goes out on the mailing list that you don't hear about anywhere else. You can, you can text the word PROFIT to 844-764-0260. Praise God. All right, guys, I'm going to go. I'm going to run. I love you. Have a breakthrough day.